Welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tom Fullery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Gerald Norwood Springer. Thank you. You are making me well up, but also it's so hot in here. It's I think a, I'm just sweating. It's I'm a little. Not, yeah. It's a little. St- it's not yeah. the emotion. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. big crowd. Big, big crowd tonight. Because yeah. of our well, musical. We have Crystal Peterson, oh, have Crystal Peterson and the Queen City Band here yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah. Well, parts of them, right? We have some down for health reasons. How many okay. came here because of the music? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jerry, that did not go well for I you. I guess it's all us. <laughs> Who here came here for Springer? Like. <laughs> <laughs> No. You people are messed up. You, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll you, tell you what. I came here for Crystal, I got to tell you. Yeah, I, I came for the money. But yeah. I got to tell you something. <laughs> you guys, I was just saying that my, I have two goals in life, personal <laughs> goals. One is I'm trying to get enough quarters for Social Security so I can have a dignified retirement. That's one. And number two, <laughs> I'm busting my ass to finally hit minimum wage. Dream big. And I, 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 if yeah. I could just hit minimum, minimum oh, wage. We don't pay minimum wage, do we? No. I could be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, I'm yeah. sure it's lower in Kentucky than Ohio. It's, oh. I'm, no, I think it is. Am I right? I'm only, I say hold that only on. in the nicest way. Yeah. <laughs> hey, by so the way. Here to, who's here to listen to Crystal again? <laughs> yeah, right. You got McConnell as senator. Of course it's lower. Yeah, it is lower. You're hitting them out of the ballpark tonight, Ooh. yes, sir. Oh, it's <laughs> but hey, at least Kentucky did really well in basketball. <laughs> We're safe. In- Just as good as Xavier. <laughs> oh, actually, a little better than Xavier. And Xavier's losing their coach. Do I want Is to that be beaten up on the way out of here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, by the way, if you haven't seen it. Uh, you have to go to either, oh, that's well, great. go to jerryspringer.com. That's probably the best place. Or you can go to YouTube or not any number of places. Google it. Jerry Springer does hip-hop. You have to see this. You really you do. Have to it's see really this. something If you haven't hold. seen this, you have to. I don't do it now because you'll mess up our bandwidth and we're on Facebook Live. Hello, Facebook Live. He's not lying. Please but, don't. Do it. Here's what it is. It's kind of mysterious as to where it came from. We're not even going to talk about that. It doesn't matter. But there is a video of me. 10, 15 minutes. Hip hop. Yeah. Well, I'm hopping because I've replaced my hip. Yeah. But it's, um, yeah, I I do hip hop in a schoolyard. It's in costume. That's probably 30% of the joke. It's in costume. Joke? Are you wearing. No, no, I mean. Of the reverence the of prev- the performance. The performance. Yeah. Now, but you re- you've seen it, haven't you, I, Megan? Yeah, sure have. It is wonderful. It's a gem. I mean, when it comes I mean, to hip-hop. It's, yeah. it's your but something. J- but, but the short of it is this. You see Jerry uh, acting like he's got some moves, and that, that's pretty interesting. And then they say, some people around him say, no, no, no. You gotta, you gotta, if you want to do some hip-hop, you got to come into the gym. Because Roman Vasquez, a guy from Los Angeles who mm-hmm. was a hip-hop dancer, former backup dancer for Christina Aguilera and others. Yeah. So he's the real deal. And he and a couple of uh, hip-hop women dancers teach yeah. Jerry a hip-hop dance, which he performs when it's over. Right? It's mostly our movements, let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> <laughs> No, it is. I mean, I love good. you, Jerry, but it's mostly our movement. No, no. How many good. Jewish guys do hip hop? 
One. They allowed one. One to the right. <laughs> one to the left. Yeah. Hip hop. <laughs> now, it is. It's it was very amusing. <laughs> yeah, very it amusing. is. Check it out. It's you got to see it. <laughs> Hey, my, my rabbi's here tonight. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jerry's really Jerry's rabbi. Where, are you a cantor? Because you sing. Do you, can you cant? No, let's Is that what it's on. called? Canting? <laughs> I can't can. <laughs> hey, uh, yes. You were on uh, the show called Drop the Mic out in LA yeah. just a few days ago. Yeah. Tell us about that experience and how you did and who you were up against. Yeah, it, it's a, it was a uh, rap contest. It's a pretty popular TV show for younger people. Of, I'm not sure what state, station's on. But anyway, where two known people rap against each other. Extemporaneously? Or like is I say, did you have to uh, make no, this freestyle there, sir? There was no freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky there was any style. Yeah. <laughs> and I was rapping against Ricky Lake. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> well, That's they, fantastic. They pair you, you know, they pair... God, that's How's great. Ricky Lake doing? And you gotta, and the crowd gets really into it. And uh, yeah, now I, we taped it, and so I can't tell you who won. Who won? But I will tell you, Ricky was a lot better than me. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean she won, <laughs> but it does mean significantly she, better. Than oh you. yeah, I mean they had too many words. What, can, you, can we ask you like what you had to sing? What did they give yeah, you? What did, the they, what did they give you to rap? Do you script it or is it? They hand you like yeah, an you Eminem can, song? They give you something and then you can play with it. You know, I knew Ricky Lake when she was Ricky Ocean. <laughs> Moving yeah. right along. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you did not really say Ricky's that. the hottest mess I've ever seen in my life and I'm a guy who's hosted all those stripper fights. <laughs> Yeah, we're done with this. Yeah. We can move on to the next yeah. topic. Megan, <laughs> drop the mic over drop, there. Yeah. Drop the mic. Get rid of the mic. <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of visual. I'm sure it is. No. <laughs> you really had to be there. <laughs> so I go from hip hop to drop the mic. I think it's great. I am by a the fish way. out of No, I think it's <laughs> oh, great. It was horrible. In fact, it was horrible. He said. No, it was it was a good show because it was funny. But it no, I it, it was. We horrible. have tried hard. <laughs> Me Megan and I have tried this because we're trying to make some money off of you still. But we're... <laughs> so we have tried to get Failing you on Running Wild with Bear Grylls. Not a good fit. He's not going to do that. <laughs> but I tell you what, seriously, Jerry does get way outside of his boundaries. He was all kidding aside. He is willing to do that. And this th that show proves it. Yeah. Well, I told you. I, really, I compliment you. And, and I will guarantee you it will be... I can't wait to see it. It will be very entertaining. Like the hip hop thing that's on jerryspringer.com. It's very entertaining, and not many people would do that, trust me. So I have another idea, and I'd like to oh, have your man, no. <laughs> I like love shows have, with gene ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to have your authorization to make contact with uh, Lip Sync Battle. Yes. Another TV show. Do that. Oh, on that. Uh -huh. So we talked about it. Last week, I was in Dublin, Ireland, on St. Patty's Day, on Saturday night. And they have a big uh, TV show there. It's like their Saturday Night Live. It's the Ray right? Darcy show. But anyway, so I was the guest. And, you know, you're on the couch, and he's interviewing you and all that. And then towards the end, he says, someone must have, I hear you do a, a knockout Elvis. Yep. 
Don't ask Excuse him to. Excuse me. Yeah. Don't, don't ask him to. He will. He will do it again. No, I'm not going to do it again. So, but anyway, so I got up there and I sang Elvis. Um, Love me, Tanya. Can't help falling in love. Oh, okay, that's okay. There were all over the internet in Ireland. It was that I was lip syncing, and I was actually singing. <laughs> it actually was really good. It but was. here's the deal: if you want to do Elvis. He never moved his lips. He, does, he didn't do consonants. He only does vowels. And if you think about that, all you got to do is grunt your way through this song, like, So you just... We need a oh, guitar. Please. No. No. But more, yeah. more than the greatest love of the world. Has no, no. But it's, it, it's that thing, all you have to do is grow But they said I was lip syncing. Well, the, brilliance of, the brilliant thing about lip sync battle is you would actually be lip syncing and not singing. Yeah, you wouldn't so you wouldn't have to that. sing yeah. at all. It would be great for everyone no. involved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do it, Gene, do Let's it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, first <laughs> of all, I'm not your agent. I don't want to get in trouble with the, was it the William Morris Agency? Is that <laughs> <laughs> the legend. They don't put quotes on the no, They don't. No, no. <laughs> no they're pretty proud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that should happen. So, uh, yeah, that should happen. Yeah. But but I'm I'm I got bigger fish to fry. I'm I'm working on I'm working on a reality TV show that you would be at the center of, because that is what could get me my social security quarters. Yeah. That would do it. That would oh. take me across the line. And the subject so, is? I don't know. We've had You don't three even or four. know. What oh, kind no, of an we've idea had, is that? We've, well, the first idea I had, which I still think we could sell, is <laughs> you'd be the host of a show called Celebrity Substitute, where, oh. where celebrities would substitute teach in a school for a week. <laughs> I'd watch that show. Would you watch that show? I'd watch it. I mean, you want to see, like, Snoop Dogg at some rich kid Catholic girl school subbing. <laughs> I don't know. Or, uh, Heidi Montag. You know, B-list people. Heidi, Heidi Montag. How do you Remember her? know who that is, Gene? I'm impressed. What was, what was that called? The, uh, the Hills. The Hills, yeah. yeah. But she'd be in some inner city urban school in Detroit. <laughs> subbing for a week. So that's one show. We got any number of oh, shows. Oh, man. That... Just write them all down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A Jerry hey, Springer reality yes. show. Hmm. Yeah. Well, here's reality. This last weekend. Last weekend, yeah. Uh, yeah. across the country, as we thought might happen, kids are leading social change again, as they did in the Vietnam War. They had yep. a huge part in that civil rights movement. Yep. But young people uh, led and stimulated marches, first in Washington, D.C., March for Our Lives, and I love seeing signs being carried in Cincinnati. I was in that one where it said, vote for our lives. So it's going to translate one thanks from one to the other. But you participated. Tell yeah, us about your experience. I went, uh, did it down in uh, Sarasota where we live. And uh, huge crowd. I mean, you know, Sarasota is not the world's biggest city. But it was, and it's, you tend to think of it as a pretty conservative city. But no, everyone was out there. And there was such a good feeling about it. But that. It's a real warning sign because, you know, people can take their own conscience and feel better about themselves because, yeah, I went to that march and, you know, they're not singing We Shall Overcome Today, but, you know, it's, it's the more modern music. But 
everyone was really into the feel goodness of it. And as has been true of any social movement in this country, what starts out as some group being hurt, whether it's the civil rights movement or the anti-war movement, finally people congregating, other people start to hear about it, they get involved, so a movement grows. But the movement, in the end, always requires some kind of legislation in our society. You know, you had the Civil Rights March in um, August of 63 with Martin Luther King, and then it wasn't until 65 and 66 that we had the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act, etc. So this takes, you know, same with the Vietnam War. The demonstrations were going on for years before finally even Nixon at the end said, we got to get out, we got to get out of Vietnam. So my concern, and it's not just mine, lots of people, is, wow, how inspirational to see the kids out there. Those talks that the kids gave, I mean, whoa, you can't write it because it, was all, it all came from the heart. That was great. But now you almost, those of us who have been in politics or are old enough to remember, every, we get more cynical and we start to wonder, oh, man, are they ready for the fall? Are they ready for the, this was a great moment. Everyone's still thinking of the horrendous tragedy of Parkland. And by the way, what was it, 37 other kids were murdered since then? And we don't even hear about that. Um, so that's another issue for another day. But so all this grand emotion, where do we go now? Now, because we need something concrete to say, We've got to start stop this gun violence. We've got to make inroads into stopping it. So the retired Supreme Court Justice uh, John Stevens just today had a, uh, an op-ed piece where he was talking about, well, maybe what the next step should be is we should uh, rescind uh, the Second Amendment. Well... No. <laughs> and the reason I say no, you know, if you were starting the world over and we'd have no guns, wonderful. But you got to think of where you want to get to. And I think the damage that is done by talking about repealing the Second Amendment, you will suddenly get a whole host of people who do own guns and yet are perfectly reasonable and willing to have, yeah, we shouldn't have the assault weapons. Yeah, there should be universal background checks. In other words, people that own guns that are reasonable and will support reasonable legislation, if we suddenly now come out and say, rescind the, repeal the Second Amendment, they're, the extremists are going to say, aha, uh -huh, what did I tell you? They want to take away all our guns. And now we're going to have people coming out voting no, not trusting anything that we're trying to accomplish. So don't get on that bandwagon. It's not a plus. We're hurting our own cause. So that's the first thing I would say. You know, he, his heart was in the right place, but really he didn't think of the politics, which is not something he would think about as a former Supreme Court justice. But the politics are everything here. Now, on guns, our government does not reflect the will of the people. Why? Well, though most people, most people, by the way, don't own guns. 
whatever that statistic is that 80% of the guns are owned by 20% of the people or whatever, most Americans don't own guns, all right? And 98%, according to the polls, support universal background checks. You don't find any reasonable person saying there shouldn't be background checks. A vast majority support uh, banning assault weapons or those devices which can convert a regular gun into an assault weapon. In other words, America, the American people, are way ahead of the government in terms of getting sensible gun legislation so we don't continue to be the murder capital of the world. But then how come if all, you know, if Americans want all this, how come they're not getting it? Well, they're not getting it because the legislation has to come from a Congress, from a Senate, and not vetoed by a president. But our government is owned by the NRA. And what I mean by that is they pour unimaginable amounts of money, even more than is a straight contribution, but through their people and through their lobbying, all kinds of money comes in to support their candidates. And 90% of their candidates are Republicans, including the president. And the money that supports them, and they will fund campaigns in primaries against you if you're a Republican and you support gun control. They're using their money to basically get every Republican there scared to death to go against the NRA. So they give all these, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with you. And uh, yeah, we ought to have a study done on this, whatever it is. So if we're going to have any movement on gun control in this country, whatever you think the most reasonable pieces of legislation are, and I've just said a couple, you have to change the Congress. And the reason is this. It isn't enough to say, get out and vote. Because now I'm going to be partisan, and I think you must be partisan, even if you're a lifelong Republican. If guns are your issue, this November, you have to vote Democrat. If you don't care about any improvement on the gun legislation, then go ahead and vote as you normally would. But if you are really concerned about getting serious gun legislation in this country, it can only happen if the Democrats get the majority in Congress. And let me explain why. It isn't just this impeachment thing, because impeachment is going nowhere. Even if you've got a Democratic Congress that could vote impeachment, the Senate is not going to have two-thirds, because that's what you need to vote them out. That's not going to happen. So you know, unless we find out something we don't yet know. So forget that. But the reason you have to have a Democratic Congress, for example, on gun legislation, is whichever party is in the majority in Congress or the Senate, they automatically get the Speaker of the House and the chairman of every committee. It is the committee chairman that decides whether you're going to have a hearing. It's the committee chairman that decides whether or not something can come out for a vote. So Democrats can have all these great ideas about legislation, and then the kids wonder, along with their parents, how come we never get to vote on this? 
How come we don't get a Congress that reflects the, the public? The reason is committee chairman won't permit the bills to be voted on. The day we have a Democratic majority Congress, we have Democratic committee chairmen or women, and then each of these pieces of legislation can be up there for a vote. And all of a sudden, NRA has less oomph because all of a sudden, every American will see how you vote on this legislation. Don't you see? Your congressmen, they can get away with these nonsensical speeches and comments and that don't go anywhere. Why? Because they never really have to vote on it. You're giving them a free pass. So, if guns are really the issue for you, then this election, you become a one-issue voter. You want to go back later on to being a Republican, that's your business, your political philosophy, we'll debate that, that's great. But if you, if you are serious about what these kids were saying, and not just, oh, wasn't it wonderful, and oh, that one speech with the six and a half minutes of silence, and then everyone with tears in their eyes and all that, absolutely that was true. But it will get nothing done unless we have a Democratic Congress. Yeah. All right, we are a little, a little packed in here tonight, so I'm going to ask Crystal Peterson to go ahead and come on up to the mic if she can find her way through the crowd, because we are packed like sardines. Can I ask my rabbi how I did for a sermon? <laughs> <laughs> Give six. I got six. <laughs> six out of ten? <laughs> out of seven. Okay. So like we said, Crystal is coming to the mic this evening, and we have oh. some folks that are out because of sickness. Is that correct? Yes, that's yeah. right. So it's you and Casey tonight. Just me and Casey. Excellent. Well, tell us a little bit. We've, we've heard from you recently. Um, you guys were the recipient, um, most recent, from the Music to Life um, mm -hmm. grant. So tell us a little bit about where you're going with that and what you're going to be singing for us tonight. Yeah. Um, we are just in the planning stages right now, just talking about how we're going to get into the project and, you know, the project plan, if you will. I don't know if you work in a place that project planning <laughs> talks goes, about oh, the yes. project management of a thing and all that stuff. We're just doing a flowchart right now. We're just getting <laughs> exactly. it down on paper. <laughs> <laughs> we're in flowchart yep, mode. Absolutely. Um, but we're really excited about, about getting into it. I mean, we talk almost every other day about, you know, the potential. And um, it's essentially what, if, if you don't know, it's uh, what we're going to be completing is a, uh, a modern day civil rights project, mm -hmm. which we hope will convey the values of the current dialogue. Um, and you're going to be working with the Cincinnati Underground Freedom Center. Is that yes. Correct? Excellent. Yes. Yeah. Very, very cool. And what are you singing for us tonight first? What do you want to do first, Casey? Okay. Yeah. So the first song we're going to do is uh, the song that we did for the Music to Life people. Um, it's just a song about looking for a better way to live, really, is what it's all about. A better way to live together. see the bones dry at my feet why do you shoot before you speak leaving every street you keep weeping you must hate answering to me you are a modern pharisee with your 
bloody eyes of greed while we're weeping There must 
heard a lot about recently what you guys have been working on together for this Music to Life. So what else, what else have you and your band been doing, Crystal, outside of everything with this podcast? Oh, um, well, I've been working on a lot of new creative stuff, getting into the studio and starting to plug away at some new material. Um, I tend to like to move at a fast pace. Uh, I feel like my, my work is all seasonal, so yeah. it, it excites me to move from one thing to the next. Yep. And um, so I'm working on um, doing more with Casey, actually, and then also uh, doing a more of a jazzy record. Oh, cool. Um, because jazz and, Im- jazz and improvisation is really my heart. The, f- the unknown part of music excites me, the thing that you haven't heard in the moment, you know? The, the song might be arranged and planned, but it's what happens spontaneously now with you guys here. Mm-hmm. that makes it music for me. And so uh, I'm really excited to get into that and, and do more of the We're very excited jazz. to when hear you guys, it. That's so cool. Thanks. Did, Casey, when you first came to Cincinnati area, didn't you work in the uh, Crystal Peterson and the Queen City Band playing tenor saxophone? No, I'm doing that right now. Okay. Yeah. So that's not uh, part of I, the history. No, I came up here and played for uh, Shadowbox Cabaret. That's right. I was okay. doing uh, sketch comedy here in Cincinnati. Uh, but just in the last two years, I've joined Crystal's band as a horn player. Uh, I knew her husband, uh, Daniel, who's the drummer in her band, okay. uh, for a couple of years before I ever got to meet Crystal. And as soon as we met, <laughs> I saw her on stage and I said, man, I'm singing with her. That, yeah. that is it. Yeah. You I'm her. yeah. And, so, uh, and so I cheated my way into her band by telling them <laughs> I play horn. Yeah. So I told, I told them I play horn and stuff. So I'm, I joined their band yeah. as a horn player. And so I'm playing saxophone in, in their band. Very and, good player, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. We, 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 I wouldn't we, go that far. But you, uh, you, you did comedy? Yeah. Casey. I tried to do comedy. <laughs> You got, you got no? no. Try yeah. the hearing aid joke, Casey. <laughs> right? That's the true, te- yeah. the true test of comedy. Is can you make, if you can, can make, you make that joke happen. No, last, honestly, joke. last night. No, I, I did. That's my degree. I, I have a degree in theater. Uh, Man. From, yeah, because yeah, last, yeah. last night I funny. couldn't get any sleep. I, I just didn't sleep. And then I finally went to sleep. I, I dreamt I was a muffler. I woke up exhausted. Oh so, Crystal, what do you have for us next? <laughs> what you got for us? Please, please, please. Uh, <laughs> We're going to do one of what? Casey's songs. What? You got a better one? We're going to take... <laughs> We're going to take that mic away from you, sir. <laughs> that was... Yeah, we're going to do a uh, tune of mine. We'll probably uh, re-record this whole the, this song with the whole uh, Queen City band. We do this one out. Crystal and I have been sharing gigs together, which has been great. We uh, go into a town, and, and uh, the Queen City band does half of the show, and then the Queen City band backs me, and we do my songs for the That's other so half cool. of the show. Yeah. It's really, really fun. And so we've been uh, kicking this song around, and she and I have turned this into a little duet. So let me tune up. Sorry for the delay, Jerry. I know you'd like to stay on time. (laughs) (laughs) More on time than in tune. (laughs) That's my singing. You made him funny. Look at you. Two jokes. (laughs) I hope I get paid extra for that setup (laughs) I just gave you there. I can sleep neath an overpass. I could live on a boat at sea But no matter where I live I want you 10,000 miles from me Yes, I do If I should ever find my way To the middle of a foreign land I would rest below the desert Long before I'd ever ask for 
pants and beneath my toes drinking a bathtub of tequila Breaking in the sun till it's a hundred and nine Go through to the snow to where the sun never shines Since the day that you broke my heart I've been crying darling what should I do Come tomorrow morning, I'm not gonna walk no floor over you. Oh, I mean it tomorrow. It's such a treat to have you guys on here always, Crystal and Casey. Yeah. I mean, you know, just kind of live here. Feels like home here. <laughs> I yeah. Is this your third third time on, Crystal? Yeah, I think Is it? so. It's always good to have you back. And yeah. if you know the drill, I'm going to sing with this one here. Yay! It's my favorite part! <laughs> Yay! Right. And you're uh, always giving that look, but I really mean it. I'm week. being sincere. <laughs> oh, no. no, Casey, he does not get to hear that every week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is true. Down by the They're riverside. Forming union. They're forming a union. They're forming a union. To stop it. <laughs> A singer's mm. union. <laughs> Take it! <laughs> I'm gonna drop the E and set it up. That's All right. fine. All right. Gonna lay down my burdens Down by the riverside Down, down by the riverside I said down
tomfoolery. Recorded live at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. Thanks to Patrick Kennedy for writing our opening song, and to you for listening. Check out our website at jerryspringer.com. Yes, sir. We sang it on the wall. We sang that on the wall.